Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to fire and bloom a house of dragon podcast presented by the penny bloom podcast it is i colton robertson and today i am joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure oh and it is always a pleasure to have you today we continue house of the dragon coverage with episode two titled the rogue prince and boy, was a prince rogue. Very much so, yes. Uh, and let's see, rogue prince? Yes, the, the rogue, rogue prince. prince. Um, hmm. Yeah, this, I mean, this was, uh, I was wondering what, what Damon's storyline was going to be, like, from first episode. Like, I, you know, saw him as a, a Jamie Lannister-type character, mm. I'd say, you know, initially. And, uh... I think I think it's pretty set, and his path is more clear now to me than uh, than it was. Yeah, what's so long. interesting about this show and makes it uh, can make it at points a little harder to watch than Game of Thrones. And this is it's two episodes in, so it's uh, this could become more clear. But we don't have like we have our equivalents. You know, like what we would say is our Ned Stark and what we would say is our Jon Snow. Mm. But they're not Ned Stark. And they're not Jon Snow. As far as morality is concerned. Uh, like our sure. good guys are only good in comparison to the others around them. Okay, that's fair. That that is very to today's standards. Almost none of these people are good, yeah, uh, whatsoever. And that's uh like watching the show. My girlfriend now, she's you know, there's a lot of things where she's like, oh, like because she she doesn't watch Game mm. of Thrones. This is her first introduction to like the whole universe at large, and uh, you know, like being bed at fourteen, and you know, kings marrying some some young girls, and I'm just like. This is very mild of what can happen. You know, this is just the way of the time. So uh, just, you know, kind of strap in. We haven't even gotten a battle yet. No, yeah. Like I uh, the... I, had, I had a similar <laughs> similar thing with Emily yesterday where she was uh, she was kind of like, this one's this one's a little harder to watch. Uh, and I was like, uh, I don't I was like, I don't know. I feel like we're I feel like we're kind of having a little bit of a. Uh... A breather this episode kind of yeah there's just some there's just some rough i i do get it even though it is yeah there is there is it is a it is a ooh like ooh it is just really weird to watch this on television but the thing i keep going back to is like this is a different universe this is medieval this is way long ago like whenever this was just the way people thought so like it's yeah it's always a weird 
a weird. No, yeah, it is. It is. It is strange. It, it is strange. But uh, we will push forth. I just wanted to make it clear up front because I told Emily mm-hmm. I would that uh, I don't fuck with any of these people on like a real life level. When I say I fuck with a character, I fuck with a character because I. I that's how much I don't fuck with the other characters. Ah, uh, you know what okay. I'm saying. That's uh, fair. Who who's who are you fucking with right the now? The most. I mean, obviously, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra is top okay. top one character in this show, no doubt about it. Um, two though is Damon. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Okay. What's the rationale there? You're fucking with him, as in like. Don't don't no no don't get me wrong. Like I fuck I I don't I don't like him. Hmm. I I do like the character and what he brings to the table. Okay. Uh, okay. I think the character is an interesting one. Uh, I like Damon because he seems relatively straightforward about his intentions. He very clearly has a love for his family that he doesn't want anyone else to supersede. You know, when he was like, when Corliss was like, "The king's a bitch," and he's like, "Hey, I'll talk shit on my brother. You will not." Okay. That's, That's not true. something I'm here for. That's true. Uh, I like I liked that line a lot. Um, but that's the thing is that is like it, whenever it comes to the these characters, you know, like I'm talking about the ones who have like a real chance, you know. And in my mind, the only ones who have a real chance at getting there on the throne are Damon, Rhaenyra, and Otto. I don't know. That's the thing. We think that these are the people who are going to get up to the throne, but then you have a character that we haven't even met yet that's going to be the one that ends up right, on the right. you know, I guess we know the history. Uh, or do we know the history of Foley who sat on the throne, like, all the way through I guess time, we don't technically. I, like, do we only uh, know up until the Mad King. That's the thing is between this like, and the Mad King, I'm pretty sure it's all Targaryens, but I guess I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like the Targaryens, mm-hmm. if they even got... If there was even like a small period where someone else sat on the throne, you know for sure they wiped that shit from the history books because it's their dynasty yeah. that's at hand there. Um, so it's always either do we trust the history that we've been told, or is it like is the history just can the, is that their way of being like we can write whatever we want, really? You know, like it doesn't have to be a Targaryen because at the beginning of the show. It says, you know, that Daenerys was the fall of the Targaryen's house. Like, that was the end mm. of House Targaryen. And, you know, there's there's really not much coming coming back from there. But this is the start of the fall of the House of Dragon. Yes. Right? So, like, the first century of the fall of the dynasty. So, like, how long have they been reigning? Probably, I mean, quite a while. Uh, since Aegon the Conqueror. Like um, so, uh, yeah, it, so it's actually interesting. We get the new theme song, and not a new theme mm. song, but a new title card. Uh, and I was, I was mm. like, oh. you know, I was kind of hoping for a new theme song, but as soon as it kicked in, you knew I was all the way okay. You know what I'm saying? You knew I was like, okay, yeah, I was okay, yeah, that's one. cool, that's great. It kind of gives it a connectivity that I really, really enjoy. I thought it was just a, thought it was a great choice, and. uh I wanted to give some credit to a Twitter user here called at Conqueror's Crown. Uh, Corliss, mm. their their name, like their like what ours would be, Penny Bloom Podcast. Our tag is at Penny Bloom Pod. His name would be Corliss Valarian is black. Deal with it. 
Uh, so I, I fuck with <laughs> I fuck with Conqueror's Crown right now. But uh, a very important history huh. lesson through the way of the title card, which I was unaware of. Mm. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a, all all credit to this guy at Conqueror's Crown. I could not take credit for this because I don't know shit about shit when it comes to this shit. All right, but uh, he says the House of the Dragon opening is a Targaryen family tree slash bloodline represented on mm. King Viserys on his Valyria model. We learned that it was a Valyria model, not uh, King's Landing model, which was really cool. And I mm. love that this is what the whole title card is based around, is that model. Uh, but the tree starts with Aegon the Conqueror himself. Uh, he says that you can see the Doom of Valyria represented in the circle of his crown. Uh, the blood starts to run run out of it, and you see Queen Visenya branch off to the left, Queen Rhaenys Targaryen branch off to the right. These were the sister wives of Aegon the Conqueror. Yeah, no. So this is this is very important for me learning about just how incestuous the Targaryen line has been. I was I was gonna ask that because like Jamie, it was couldn't it could not be known that he was trying to get with Cersei. You know, like he it was like under wraps. Like we can't let anyone know about this. But like, I didn't know if that was the same here. If like because. I feel like Damon has love for his brother, and it's and it's true. You know, he's like, don't talk. You know, like that hmm. one line, like, don't talk. You can't talk about him. But when it comes to his niece, is it just family love, or is it like love, love? That's the thing too. Like, is that is, like? There's also the thing that with the Targaryens, it's it's it feels like they're historically. It's not just a. Oh, I fell in love with my cousin. It's a, uh, I want to keep the royal bloodline as pure as possible. And if they are pure Targaryen, there's no other family getting involved who can kind of fuck things over. Um, which is sick and twisted. But uh, I digress. Uh, yeah, Visenya and Rhaenys here in the uh, in the title card, the sister wives of Aegon Targaryen, they have a child, uh, Rhaenys and Aegon. Named mm. King Aenys Targaryen, and Aenys has an offspring in King Jahiris, who we saw getting uh, passing on the reins at the end of last episode, or at the beginning of last episode. Mm. And he also had a child, uh, Alicine Targaryen. They, Jahiris and Alicine, got married and had children, brother and sister. <laughs> Uh, and those children were Prince Balon Targaryen and Princess Alyssa Targaryen. Uh, those are the children of mm. Jahiris and Alicine. So, brother and sister have two children, boy and a girl. You know where I'm heading here. Uh, they have two children, Balon and Alicine. And those children are Viserys and Daemon. So... Viserys and Damon are the direct. <laughs> oh, I thought. Okay. Yeah, wow. Viserys and Damon are the direct result of a brother-sister incestuous relationship. Um, the title card continues, but uh, it gets into some other territory that is mostly does, speculation. Does Visenya? Visenya? Did I even? 
I don't know. Viserys. Vicenia. Who is Vicenia? Last week, that that's what uh, that's what Rhaenyra wanted to name the child if she was a girl. Thank you. I don't know why all these random names are popping up like in my brain. Whenever I, I was trying to refer to Viserys, um, but I was going to ask, do you think Viserys, you know, the history nerd he is and everything, like, do you think he realizes that all of the past people before him are doing this, and he still, you know, like. Well, and I'm, I'm, I guess, do you think he eventually is like Allison? Actually, never mind. Um, I don't want to have a kid with you. I'm gonna go like uh, I don't like. I, it would be interesting. It would be interesting. And uh, another really fascinating thing that I didn't know was that Emma Aaron was his cousin. The queen who died in the first episode was his cousin. So it was already it was already incestuous there. Mm. Uh, it also makes it kind of fucked up whenever Viserys tells Rhaenys that she is his favorite cousin. Uh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I didn't even... Oh, that's just... Uh, yeah, 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 I did not even think that they were related at all. Nah, yeah, so... That's great. Sorry for all the incestuous talk up here at the front of the podcast, but as far as the Targaryen <laughs> line, it was intriguing to me to know... Uh, because I think that Viserys and Daemon might be a good example of the coin flip that we hear so infamously about in Game of Thrones. When a, when a Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin. And uh, I feel like one of them came down on the head side, one of them came down on the tail side. Um, mm. That's kind of that's how I feel at the moment. But uh, And I mean, like, they, Corliss and Rhaenys bring before them their daughter... Which would be like a second or third cousin, right? True. Yeah, like like yeah. They, they they were doing their because that's even something Lord Strong. Whenever he was when Viserys went to him for advice, was like, uh, "Well, there's always the fact that she does have Targaryen blood, which is a plus, which means that like this is fine to them. Like if people know the Tar yeah, people true. know the Targaryens have married their sisters and had children." with their siblings historically which is just a, a whole other level of disgusting for me uh okay so it is all good in the eyes of the king the king though. i, I um, well, maybe not maybe okay not like but they know it's a thing Lannister. you know like because uh... i wonder what changed in the time between here and and cersei and jamie like what? Uh, if it was how the change of the well, dynasty? I think, yeah, I you know, I do like, think uh, it was just the Targaryens, though. Yeah, like I don't think it was okay. just like everyone was out there like, hey, because the Targaryens do it, we can do it. Nah, I think it was kind of like the Targaryens were in a powerful position and wanted to sustain that power for themselves as much as possible, and were also just a little weird, so they uh. So they decided that they would create a dynasty of uh, incestuous king and queens, mm. uh, which is uh, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Mm. But what that does, what it will be interesting to see is how it all results in the Mad King, who is truly mad compared to everyone else so far in the show, it feels like. Um, yeah, we've heard a lot of stories of that guy. And, he doesn't uh, seem like a sweetie at all. No, not really. Um, it feels... I don't know. I, 
It is interesting that you, uh, like, the two characters that are on top right now, like, that Damon's one of them. Uh, like, I think his character, he, he's probably one of the most interesting characters in the show. Because um, he will, I feel like he'll keep everyone on their toes all right, the time. Right, right. Like, he's not going to let, like, it, it's going to be a constant battle with him of, like, him wanting the throne and also him wanting to protect his brother and, like... Um, I, I mean, I, I feel like Viserys is dead soon. Viserys is a dumbass, dude. He is not good at his job. I like the way he tries no. to go about it, but it's, he's just not cut out for this shit. And I also want to make it clear yeah. earlier, I don't think Damon's actually my number two. Like, I think I like... I, like, I definitely like Rhaenys more. Uh, I think I definitely like Corlys Valerian more. Uh, I definitely like Viserys more than I like Damon. It's just that there's like a... Of the characters that are intriguing me the most, Damon has the most on the table that's like, oh, this is going to be interesting. What he what he's got going on is going to be fun to watch. Uh, I even like, shit, I even like Missaria more than I like Damon. But uh, there's mm. just a, and, and frankly, I think people are shitting on Allison a little too much. I still don't get it. Why? Because they think I, 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 people seem to be ignoring the fact that Otto is very, very heavy-handed in his pressuring of her. They think that she's doing this on well, her not, own. Well, like I, they literally show her picking at her fingers, like hating every. Yeah, that, that's of my her. thing. Is like, like is that pe- what she's doing that for? I, like, I don't know, man. I just think people are ignoring the shit out of like actual storylines, unless there's like unless there's something in the books I simply don't know about, which is something that is potentially always at play with this show mm. on the internet, people are not liking Allison and I can't like, I can't for, for like, she's very clearly they, is the, is the point of view that she's, she's the one playing herself into the role of power. Like what has she done wrong? You know, like, are they saying that she's manipulating Viserys to marry her? I have no idea. I have no idea, man. But, like, that's the thing is that, like, she's clearly being groomed by her father, which is disturbing. Uh, Groomed by her father and sent to the king's bed. She's very not okay with it. Uh, But she's got that duty to the realm and shit that I think she's going to uphold. And I think that in the coming episodes, specifically next episode, we might not like Alicent all that much. But I don't think there's. I, I don't that, think that's been the case so far. People are like people are jumping to that, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like she's kind of a victim right now. Like I, I don't, I don't see how she's at fault here. Uh, maybe she could have talked to Rhaenyra a little more honestly. But beyond that, that's the thing is that they they say to ne- never name your kid after a Game of Thrones character until they're either dead or the show's yeah. over. Um, and maybe this is one of those examples, you know? I mean, Daenerys, she started out... I mean, she was fantastic for seven seasons and four episodes. Yeah, and then, you know, at the very end, it's like, maybe I don't name my kid after, you know, Daenerys now? You know, it's like, she was great for a while, but I don't know. So it's, you know, uh, yeah, that is interesting. I hope that's not, like spoiling anything their hate you know i don't i don't i hope it's just blind hate that doesn't actually lead anywhere but um, yeah i mean regardless though if it is it's hmm. just a little 
I, I, I don't know. I, if your hate is directed at Allison right now and you have no hate in your heart for Otto Hightower, I don't know, man. You just might be misogynist. That might just be all that's happening. If you're not, if you like, if you're like, oh, I fucking hate Allison. Don't trust her. And then Otto comes on the screen. And you're like, eh, like, I don't know, man. That's, that's a problem at that point. But, uh, what do you say we start 20 minutes in here? A little bit of a, a little bit of a scene by scene. Hmm. Yes. All righty, <laughs> let's do it. So Lord Corliss bursts in here, very worried about a tyrant known as the Crab Feeder, uh, amassing power across the sea somewhere, and uh, someone who is known for uh, leaving his victims to get nibbled to death by relentless crabs. Uh, that shit was disgusting. I was like, what a way to Opening kick this off, episode, huh? Yes. Uh, Bam! Some nasty hands. Ooh, yeah, like, ooh, like yeah, it was rough, but... Uh, yeah, we see we see the torture and shit, and it's very very rough to see. Uh, uh, Corliss is really mad that four ships, one of which was flying his flag, have been taken down, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, it's the far off threat at the Stepstones, which we heard a lot about last week." He was talking about the shipping lanes, mm. and I like whenever they're like small moments in previous episodes end up being a big thing the next episode because that's just how Game of Thrones works, man. You got to keep up with it. Every uh, little detail. Every little detail. Every so yeah, the detail. and this this thing ultimately leads him to go. You know what? Yeah, fuck it, fuck Viserys. You know, like he's not doing what needs to be done. Uh, and that in conjunction with you know him not being willing to marry his twelve year old daughter, which Corliss, I don't know, man, that was far and away the most off putting thing he's uh, him and Renice have put forth. Uh, specifically Corliss, because I remember, uh, later on in the episode when he's like, what did your mom say about it? And she was like, uh, yeah, she don't know. She don't know about all that. You know, like that was, uh, I, I was like, okay, okay, that's good. I fuck with Rainey still. Rainey's still a good chick. Uh, but yeah, Viserys doesn't seem to give a fuck about the Stepstones. He couldn't, he couldn't give less of a shit. Uh, and the Sea Snake, the coat, that's like the nickname for Corliss Valerian, the Sea Snake, which is pretty kick-ass. That's sick. Uh, he's okay. like, I want to seize the Stepstones by force. Burn out this crab beater. And Viserys uh, is like, we, they're pirates. They're the free cities. No one has ever gotten into war with the free cities. We're not going to do it for pirates. And Corlys is like, ah, but uh, what about the fact that Damon took Dragonstone? Nobody, nobody went after his ass. What the mm. fuck happened there? Uh, yeah. And he had a cool Cor Corliss had a cool line. Cor yeah, Corliss. Right? Corliss. Uh, the line where he was like, um, "You either head directly into the storm, go around it, but you never await its yeah. coming," is yeah. what he said. And it was like, I, I I don't know if that's completely right. You know, like obviously Viserys is just one to avoid conflict and avoid war. You know, his viewpoint is very clear. He says. As king, my first, like my duty is to avoid war until it is inevitable right. and like it is the only option. And yeah, I mean, I just like there, there's always the side of you know violence first in Game of Thrones. There's always going to be those characters that are like, we can win. Let's send our army in. Let's go. Right, right. You know, and uh, I, I like I like that Damon and, and Corlys are are two kind of. I think they're going to be our our violence. I think I think so um, as well. If so. I had to guess so myself, but uh, yeah, uh, Viserys hasn't said a fucking word about Damon taking Dragonstone. Oh, important detail as well. It's been like five and a half months. It's been almost six months since the premiere, 
uh, where he's like, he's yeah, been they... sitting up in Dragonstone for almost six months, and I'm like, was that just a detail we missed in the first episode? And then, like, later in the episode, he's like, it's been almost half a year since my wife died. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no, we took a time jump. Okay. That's what happened here. Uh, <coughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's Game of Thrones to its fucking core, baby. They just, like, fuck it. Things take slowly to develop in the universe, you know? This takes takes a while. Uh, we, we'll show you the big events, but nothing, nothing massive happened for five and a half months. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you know... Uh, I, Otto Damn. stands up. He's not very, uh, not very liking to Corliss's tone, and he tells him so. But Viserys is like, "Ah, man, I don't give a fuck. Corliss has reason to be mad. That's all good." Uh, he's like, uh, "I sent envoys to Volantis and Pentos to try to talk peace, and uh, he has ships and men ready to deal with the situation." And Rhaenyra pipes up from the corner, "You have dragon riders, father. Send us." And everyone's like, "The fuck." <laughs> A woman and a child speaking not at yeah, the high Yeah, Otto's council, like, but perhaps... Like, she's actually right, Otto's though. like, perhaps <laughs> you could uh, get her the fuck out of here. Uh, and, uh, you know, Viserys is like, all right, Sir Harold, go ahead and take the princess to help choose someone to fill the vacancy in the King's Guard, which is what they were talking about when the scene started. Uh, after all, the new knight will be tasked with keeping her safe. And as soon as that was the line, I went, Tuh! It's going to be Kristen Cole. Um, I was I was very excited oh, for it. But uh, I also liked the... We get a little sense of what Rhaenyra might be like in a position of power. She is. She does seem a little lustful right now. Uh, and she's she very... wants action. She wants to see, she wants to yeah. see the fight. But she's very smart. She's... She is kind of already a better king than Viserys is already, like like queen, um, a better ruler it seems already. Right. I, I, mm, I don't know. She's already, she's only made one you know kind of decision on her own so far, um, and it turned out to be very right. If she didn't show up, like I that ends with blood. Like I I don't think a war they, starts. I don't a civil think both war walk away. Yeah, a like, civil war begins there. If she doesn't show up. So like uh, it's very very fascinating. But uh, I think I think she's gonna do some great things in this show. I'm very excited because she's she's top one for me. I fucking love Rhaenyra. But uh, uh one by one here at mm. the King's Guard selection, the candidates are marched before Rhaenyra, who is like Jesus Christ, you are all bitches. I. <laughs> She really did flame Yeah, she's him. like, y'all like, fucking suck. Have any of you ever guy, fought anybody? Yeah. Tournament winner. He's goaded with the, you know, he's been our, our champion for so many years. What's up with Perhaps him? you thank him for uh, his leal service. And she's just like, oh, okay, uh, thanks. Uh... <laughs> And then she's like, "All right, are there any real men here?" And they're like, "All right, I like that. Here's the here's the guy." And I like that um, Sir Harold and Otto were like hesitant about it. Like they looked at each other and they were like, "Fuck, we know who we got to show her." Uh, <laughs> they like set Sir Kristen Cole's little chest piece out there, uh, and they they call him up here, and she learns that they like the symbols and little marbles. Yeah, like fuck it, man. Yeah, everybody's like, got their own little thing. Show. I love yeah. it, but uh. <laughs> uh, she learns that he achieved knighthood after putting his putting in time as a foot soldier, uh, and she's like, "All right, cool. I choose Sir Kristen Cole. He's seen actual combat, which is 
very fair, I think. I think that's exactly the type of... And she makes it based off logic and who would genuinely be best at the job. Meanwhile, Otto's like, well, but the house, Craigster and Alistair, Craighall and Alistair are, like, really strong allies to the throne. Should we choose one of their sons? And she's like, Kristen Cole will actually protect us. So, uh, seems like a good choice. And they're like, all right, all right, okay. Uh, I really, I really did like that. They're used, they're used to getting their way. Like, they're very used to the Sarah's just being like, oh. That yes, makes sense. Yeah, yeah sure. Let's we, go we, with Craig. We'll do that, you know, like. And. Rhaenyra, she's. No. Nah, she, she's going to have her own. She's way a G. If she she's sits a on G. The uh, I fuck with Rhaenyra. But, uh. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Rhaenys was watching over this whole sort of thing. Just kind of like. Hmm. <sighs> she's kind of a little. She has a little little finger in her in the sense of she'll just be in the important places, not really very say watchful. Much. She just she's collecting everything she needs. I like I, I feel that there's gonna be huge battle for the throne. Like I mean, Damon and Cor- Corliss. Yes, yes. Cor- Corliss. Yes. Okay. I always feel like I'm saying names wrong. It, it'll take about three or four more episodes until it really right right for me, but. But, like, they're going to be fighting, like, Viserys, if he's still alive at this time, who knows. And then you have, like, all the other people who aren't in House Targaryen that are going to come and try to fight for the throne as well. So there's going to be a huge race, and I feel that uh, uh, Renice is just going to slip in, like, at the perfect time where she barely needs to do anything. And she's just going to be like, like, you guys, you you really want these people to to rule the land whenever I was already almost queen, right. and I'm the most sane out of all of them, you know? Like, and I have an heir, I guess another female, but at that time she would, She'd you know, be the queen, yeah. on the throne. Of, so, um, I don't know. Like, I, I, she is my... And I'm fairly certain they also she, have an older son. Really? Yeah. Oh, I guess, duh, because it's just... Yeah, they were not going to marry him off to to their oldest son. But, uh, yeah, they they have an older son. So, like, it would also make sense for Rhaenys Mm. and Corlys Valerian to... They have a strong claim. They have a very strong claim. Like, Like an absurdly strong claim. And it's just kind of sitting in the background right now. Uh, Which is is really exciting. I'm very excited for it. But, uh... Upstairs, we see Viserys showing Allison his model of old Valyria, answering at least, uh, you know, what I was thinking last episode. Like, oh, okay, cool. That's uh, that's not King's Landing. That is Valyria. That's pretty kick-ass. Uh, he says, like, he he provides the plans, but the stonemasons build the structures, and he, he asks how Rhaenyra is doing to Allison. Like, uh, hey, so uh, how's your best friend, my daughter, doing? Uh, have you, I don't know, uh, told her about anything we talk about or <laughs> I don't think she'd understand our conversation. Yeah, I don't think she'd get it, you know, and uh and that's it's it, that was one of the things this episode I was like, "Eesh, Viserys, you know, like he's making like that's what's really that's one of the things that's the most disturbing about the decision at the end of the episode is that it's not uh obviously he chooses to not wed the twelve-year-old. Right choice. Good choice. 
What I don't like is it's not a sense of duty that leads him to choosing Alice and Hightower. It is a genuine connection he feels she is he has formed with this, I don't know, 15-year-old. Uh, he 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 genu- like he feels she gets him, they talk, they have nice conversations. This is a woman I can marry, you know? That gift solidified. Oh yeah, that was that. That was the Oh yeah, this is going to be my wife. That's cool. Uh, like we episode one we said Viserys gets Allison pregnant and then I went on to be like yeah Damon's gonna kill Viserys and then assume the child for his own we I don't think that's really operated gonna under a I think we kind of needed to remember what Game of Thrones world was like because I forgot it is perfectly okay in this world for Viserys to marry a child you know like I I forgot that's a thing that can and is in fact wanting to happen like they they it's better. They want that you, to happen. You can produce heirs for longer the younger you get God, started. It's disturbing. You know, like, uh, uh, but yeah, so like I, last week, I just need, I, like, all my theories are based around, like, the secrecy of betting a, a 15 year old, but they're like, no, nah, we're going to, we're going to make that the queen. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, you think she actually loves Viserys? At all? No, I mean, I think I like think she has bit. like a respect for him and like thinks he's a good king, but no love. Uh, but no, I don't think she has any bit of romantic love for him. I think Otto has pushed her into this situation, and she, I mean, that look that her and Rhaenyra share when he announces it, she's very clearly not happy. Rhaenyra is very clearly not happy. You know, like they they. Is she just nervous because she's becoming queen? You know, like, she is the, like, she is stepping up, like, she's nervous. Like, she's, like, picking at herself, like, and they're... Well, she was doing that even before. I think it's just the, I think it's just the... Is it just her thing? I think it's a nervous tick. I I think that she feels she's betraying Rhaenyra. She's keeping secrets she doesn't want to Mm. keep. Uh, Her mother, like, the way her father is treating her... I think it's enough to make her feel this way, especially following, like, the death of her own mother, where he's like, he's like, all right, well, I'm gonna try you out there now, uh, like, you're just a, you're cattle, you know, like, we're gonna make sure that you get bought, um, I I think she's just, uh, right now, that's why, I can't even fathom thinking Alicent is a bitch, you know, like, pe- there are people who just truly don't I'm like Allison. I just can't see it right now. I mean, maybe in the coming episodes, but holy shit. I think so far she seems like a, a, a victim. It does not, she does not seem like she is very happy about anything that's transpiring in her life. Uh, Something must happen, man. Something has to happen with her. Because there's no way there's, like... It's not like a She-Hulk hate where it's like, oh, they're women and power, like, oh, I hate this character. You know, it's it's not like, there's nothing obvious where, like, men will be like, ew. To me, I, I don't know, or maybe I'm just blind. I, I don't, I don't think there's a single thing in the show she's done wrong yet. Like, she's only been the victim in every situation. Yeah, that's. The only thing I can possibly think of is that she could she could have told Rhaenyra that she's been talking to her dad. Yeah, I. And, and, but is that enough to hate? the Yeah, whole that's character? my thing. No, it's not. But like, that's that's like that's the only thing I can think of that would be like, oof, that's a little two faced. She, she was trapped. She. How do you tell? 
your best friend. Hey, I'm about to marry your dad. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It's rough, but uh, <laughs> Alicent uh, goes ahead and dips on down to see Rhaenyra in the Sept. To to you know, in a in an attempt to remember Emma, which was uh, which was nice. Mm-hmm. It was cute. She's like, I come down here to remember my mother, and maybe you could do the same. Uh, but uh, they have this whole little uh conversation because Rhaenyra complains about how the small council is already trying to marry the king off to some somebody, and Allison is like, ah, but would it be such a bad thing if he remarried? <laughs> uh, mm. and uh. That's that's the line for me where I'm like, ah, you know, that was a little that was a little knowing. She was kind of like, uh, "What if I married your dad? Will you mm-hmm. call me mom?" Uh, but the uh... <laughs> that is an interesting dynamic there. Now, best friend turned mother, yeah, stepmom. Um, yeah, but, uh, which wow, the girls uh, the girls are in the sept, and Allison suggests that Rhaenyra light a candle and pray for her mother as a way to feel closer and. Uh, so she, and she's like, I don't know. I've never, I've never done this before. Do you think there's any way in particular I could, like, how do I possibly do this? I've never done this before. And she's like, just, just say whatever you need to. You know, it's between you and God. You got this, and uh, you and the gods, you got this. Uh, and so she does, and it, she like immediately bring, it immediately brings Rhaenyra to tears. She's like, uh, wow, yeah, that that was potent. I do feel that connection. I'm, I'm sad. Uh, and Alice and we mm. we cut away there. Some beautiful shots there, by the way. The ring, the That's ring of fire say, of the yeah. candles and stuff, all kind of like pointing inward, which was interesting. I don't know what that. Yeah, and like the air, like it seemed that like there was like mm-hmm. a air, like all they were blow. I don't know. It was just visually very, very cool. pretty. We, like and uh, this is like this is like the first scene amongst many where like the visuals are just gorgeous. And like there was another couple visual cues that I thought were interesting earlier in the episode, like whenever uh, Rhaenyra is selecting a king's guard there's mm. it's very purposeful that when they shoot her from below uh, like from the ground looking up at her on that terrace she is very heavily to the right side of the screen leaving her right side very wide open uh kind of like mm. a who she's selecting to stand at her side sort of thing that's sick uh and mm. i felt like Kristen cole like it, it was it was framed very interestingly because it like it like broke the rule of third. She wasn't even in like the third line. She was in the third box. She was so far to the right oh, of the wow. screen. But uh, but yeah. So like, I, there's there's been a lot of very cool visual language in this uh in this episode, and that was just uh that was just one example. But uh, hmm. we continue, Allison to. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Very far over there. Okay. But yeah, Allison quietly says that uh, when she want she wants to go talk to Otto, she has to make the effort. Uh, and Rhaenyra's like, "All right, cool, cool. Yeah, I guess I could go talk to my dad. We could see how this thing goes." Uh, but meanwhile, Viserys, Corlys, and Rhaenys meet uh, to smooth over the harshness of the small council meeting, but. It's really so the couple can be like, eh, what if we joined the two great Valyrian houses and you wed our daughter, Lena? Uh, and I was like, maybe Lena's like, I don't know, 19. That'd be cool. That'd be great. 
Maybe Lena, maybe Lena is just an older daughter who happens to have stayed single a very long time in the, in the instance that this happens. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Hopefully, please. Um, and Corliss reasons that the family that has the dragons and the family that has the world's largest fleet. I didn't realize that Corliss Valarian is one of the most powerful people alive. Because there's also the the line later where he says he has the richest house in the Seven Kingdoms. Corliss mm-hmm. Valarian has the keys, bro. Like this man, like I, I'm I'm watching Corliss and Rainey's trying to make a move to the throne. Because frankly, that's ideal for me. That's like if if there's mm. like a perfect storm where shit ends up. I mean, like perfect storm. Rhaenyra takes the throne. No qualms. Everything's fine. I don't see that happening. Uh, next up, Corliss and Rainey's taking the throne. I'd be perfectly okay with that. You know, like that'd be a that'd be ideal. Yeah, I mean, that was it. Near the end, whenever he was, oh yeah, he was like, "You, I'm not going to marry your daughter." And he was like, "I'm one of the most powerful people in the realm. Why, like, why are you doing this?" And then Viserys is just like, "Well, I'm your king." Yeah, you know, like even like. It, it, it seems that the show, even though Viserys said, like, I'm your king, I'm I'm above you, like, it didn't feel that way in the show. It felt like Corliss has... Well, and it didn't feel that way because Viserys has right. never asserted his authority like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, we, we've never seen him go like, well, I'm the king. And when he does, it falls flat because it's like, you're a pussy. No, like, that's not why. I know that's not why. You know, like... uh it's it's just a mm. uh, it's it's a really really well written show, dude. Like I was watching this, just like God, Game of Thrones is just full back and full swing, man. But uh, this is episode two. <laughs> fucking nuts! Fucking nuts! Firm for season two already. In between one and you two, know, fantastic. Probably more than that, like. Fuck. But uh, yeah, Corliss reasons that the family with the dragons and the world's largest fleet should be bound in blood. Uh. And it would be a sign to everyone that the crown hasn't been weakened by recent events. And the king's like, okay, we'll see. Hmm. Kind of off-put by this whole scenario. Uh, but, uh, mm. yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's rough. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then the king's, we, we cut back, uh, and we see that the king is getting his hand tended to. Hmm. Uh... And it is, well, I guess it's been five months. It's been five months. And it's only been his finger. So... Yeah, I don't think... Uh, well... I don't know. I guess it was just a thing on his back at first. And we don't and see his back. We don't know how much worse his back is. It can take a while to spread. But, uh... Dude's dead. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah. Or is he the first where they got the knowledge of how to combat Grayscale? You know, because in Game of Thrones, they're like... There was this one way that the uh, Citadel knew yeah. of of how to combat Grayscale. It's only been done like one time, sort of thing. And like, I don't, I don't know why he needs to live for much longer. I feel like he's just gonna die, yeah. no matter what, anyways. But like, it would be cool if he was the first. You know, if he was, it would also be cool Grayscale if he was the first that something. they sent to Valyria to just uh, live out his days as one of those stone men. 
Oh, isn't it spread through them though? I wonder. Will be. I mean, he loves Valyria, like a Valyria nerd, and like he might just be like, if I'm if I'm gonna be gone, then just let me let me live on the land where I'm supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, type and, shit. I can see live that. out my days or whatever. I can see that. And he's the first. He's the first grayscale, whatever. And he he starts it all instead of being the one where they solved it and like fixed it. He's, he's the, the first fucking, stone man. Like he really spreads yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I'd say I, I'm less in the camp that it's grayscale now, just because uh, I feel okay. like he uh, it was just a common infection. It seems like now because mm. I mean, like I don't know, not the one on his back. Maybe the back, the one on his back could still be something that's all fuckety, but it could be grayscale. But his finger, uh, it was that was just an infection that had blackened his finger with decay, mm. and uh, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to fix it. Uh, by putting his hand in a bowl full of maggots to eat the dead skin away and try hopefully stop the infection. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, <clears throat> that was kind of where I was at. But uh, it is tough to eat during this show, especially when it opens up with the crab. Yeah, like, no, nah, yeah, I, I, that, I, that I never thing. eat during this show. It's just not something that's going to happen. Uh, but. Uh, He's like, you know what? I got, I got some time to kill here. Uh, so, Otto, Corliss and Rainies were like, "What have you married my daughter?" And uh, Otto's like, "Well, that's a fucking shite idea." And uh, the Grand Maester is like, ah, "I think that's pretty great. I mean, we get to keep the royal baby factory going. Uh, uh, we could, we could really do this shit." Uh, It'd be it'd be great, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a solid idea. And Otto's like, ah, yeah, no, no, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Not for the reasons that uh, one should be saying. No, oh, please don't do that. Given that she is twelve, that's not the uh, that's not the issue he takes. The issue he takes is that it is not his daughter. She would be he would be marrying. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, it was. Uh, it was a hell of a scene there because we immediately go. To Viserys walking through, uh, walking through these gardens with a very small white-haired child, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no, 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 no!" Then we cut and we see her face, and I'm like, "No, no!" I was like, "Hopefully she's a really short, seventeen-year-old or something, just anything, anything." Uh, and not nah, that's a twelve-year-old child, and I mean. I'm very glad Viserys is deeply disturbed by the idea of it. Like that's a that's a very it's a small plus to have in the corner of a character, but a plus nonetheless. You know. Uh, yeah. They could have gone full tilt with this, and been, you know, like it could have been way more awkward to watch. Like he could, like Viserys could have tried to do something. Yeah, like it could it could have been bad. say some stuff, or you know, like it could have been like I think they handled it as well. As it kind of could have been. What's crazy know? about this whole um, situation is the person it reflects the most poorly on is Corliss. That's true. Like, yeah, because Rainis is the only one that's like de- trying to, you know, like, well, at least you don't have to bed me till I'm fourteen. Yeah. You know, like she, you know, she's like, all right, like I know this is a yeah, not a good situation for you. I'm sorry, but like, it's the best we got. But Corliss is just like power. Like, I mean, that's. That's all. It's it's all a race for the throne. So yeah, man. I uh, I just I couldn't. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't digging it. But up above, 
and it was it was a great interaction. Like I think they both killed it. The the actor and actress there, the little little uh, lady actress for Lena, being like, uh, mm. "But you were the last ride of Balerion, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, just a few years before his death." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of dope. I didn't know Balerion was lived that long. That's kind of nuts." Uh, like when he goes down and he sits in front of Balerion's skull at the end of last episode, like. That's a dragon he used to ride. That's his homie. That's not like a. It's not like a. How connection. long ago was he? Like how long did Valerian live? Aegon rode Valerian over. He, that's what I thought. So like it's like, been hundreds of years now, or, or okay. a hundred years. I think like uh, it's the year three hundred ish. I think right now, or is that is three hundred Daenerys? See the thing because this is one hundred seventy something years before Daenerys. Yeah, uh, before the birth of Daenerys, and then it's already the house has already been falling for a hundred years. But we, we the line here was that it's almost the end of the first century of Targaryen rule when Jahiris is passing mm. power. So, like, I think it's been about a hundred years since Aegon came through and uh, took shit over. You know, or like maybe I guess. In our minds, we think of a hundred years, and that's like, that's a lifetime, a long lifetime. But that's like Can't a lifetime. Still be but back here, back here, like you're making it to six fifty something, yeah. sixty something, maybe. Uh, hmm. They keep the they keep the line yeah, that, rolling, and especially when uh, a couple of the generations just die. You know, like they had to skip generations to because Viserys is Jahiris's grandson. Who? Uh, Jahiris was the king before the, Viserys. He's the grandson of, of Jahiris. Okay. So there was... And Jahiris is the grandson of Aegon. Oh, wow. Okay. So Aegon is Viserys's great-great-grampy? I think so. Or great-great-great. He's either great or... Great two or, or great, three, great. I think. Hmm. There's wow. another great in there. Did. Uh, little no preference for you. But, uh... Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Aegon came over, and that's the start of the year. Yeah, that's it, where that, the year before starts. conquering <laughs> okay. or after conquering. Okay. Uh, okay. But, uh... <laughs> Rhaenyra and Rhaenys were watching this from above, and they, they, they have to talk about it, you know. Uh, we quickly find out that they don't have the most, uh... They're not like, hey, let me talk to you right quick. You know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a pain in the ass for them. Uh, Rhaenys reminds Rhaenyra that the order of things is that Viserys is going to remarry, and uh, he'll likely have a male heir, and the men of the realm will consider that male, the heir, uh, to be ruler. And uh, and she goes, when I am queen, I will create a new order. And I was like, oh, she gonna break the wheel? So on her Danny shit. Uh, she looked like Danny yeah, this yeah. episode. The, the outfit, the Millie hair. Millie Alcock, dude. Like, she, is, uh, she looks exactly like a young Daenerys. It's it's insane. It's insane. But uh, See where she got it from. Oh, for sure. Where Daenerys got it but, from. Uh, like, Rhaenys brings up the point that the realm had the chance to have a queen back in the day, and they passed. They denied you, Princess Rhaenys, queen who never was. But they bent the knee to me and called me heir to the throne. I was like, "Oh, oh!" They were they were kind of throwing they shots were throwing at each shots. Other, I ain't gonna lie to you though. I was uh, I didn't like Rhaenyra it. Rhaenyra didn't win. But Rhaenys yeah. was right. 
you know, like she was this, right. She won this uh, battle. Like here. that's that's like, what sucks <laughs> is that like even at the end of last episode when Rhaenyra was getting sworn in as the heir, I was like, what sucks is this only means something to her. Every like every mm. other male led house in the realm is going. How can we figure out how to not have Rhaenyra on the throne? You know, like that's that is legitimately what every other man in the realm is thinking, which is fucking Dang, shitty. True. It's pathetic, but I think like it sucks. But Rhaenys is right here. I like, and she's the. I like that she's the one who's been through it. So like, it's not really. Like I watched this scene and I viewed it as Rainey's like warning her, not so much as yeah. like being like, "Fuck you, you're taking everything I ever wanted." Yeah. No, like I took it as like her being like, "I'm gonna just let you know this ain't gonna work out the way you want it." This is how it is. Yeah, it's like she she even said like um, something. I, I don't know. Oh, the, this uh, word. But yeah, like, the, when she's like, uh, "I'll I'll just tell you this: men would rather put the realm to the torch than see a woman ascend the Iron Throne." And your father is yeah, no she, fool. She's like, uh, Rhaenyra still has like a little hope in the world still. You know, she's like, I can make this change. It can happen. And once I do, it's like, yeah, it's it, everyone will, will change. You know, she, she still has a little bit of hope and not immediately thinking that all the, you know, the men are just going to stick with their ways. But like Rhaenys, she knows the world that they live in and she's lived it, you know, lived a longer life already. She knows. And I, it, it seemed that it was like, it's her way of being like, you think everything's going well now and you're heir, you're not going to sit on the throne. Is like kind of what, like there, it is going to be near impossible for you to get up there. And I don't know, I, I after this, I, I don't think uh, Rhaenyra is like, I think she's going to kind of go do her own Danny thing. Like kind of w- like how Danny was off with like Cal Drogo and and she, she went everywhere before like she came into power. Like I I feel like she's going to gather people first. I don't know. Uh, I I don't think she sticks around. Uh, I could see that, man. My thing uh, is that like by the end of this episode, it feels very clearly Damon and Corlys versus Viserys and Otto. Hmm. Now the thing is, is that Rhaenyra, very at the end of this episode, is clearly not very high on the idea that Viserys is marrying Alicent. She storms out of the room. Uh, however, she goes and faces off with Damon earlier in the episode and is at odds with him. So, like it, uh, it doesn't make a lot of. Uh, I think we're going to kind of start with her being like, "It's all right. I get that this is that this is what has to happen for the for the good of the Targaryen line." But with Alicent, like man, that shit sucks. That's my that's my girl. I like Loki. I love her. Uh, like mm. her face is heartbroken. That's not just like a oh you betrayed me as a friend. That's a oh you're marrying the woman I love. You know, like that, at least that's how I was looking at it. That's what she looked like to me. Uh, it, my radar has not gone off. I, I've said it from episode one that I'm like these two. They're not just friends, it feels like. There's a little... There's something there. You know, I guess there's royalty. They're royalty, and they're just in a castle, you know, being all friend-like, whatever. But I I just felt like there was something more going on there. And it would... It, imagine... I mean, tears immediately started welling in yeah. her eyes, and it didn't look like a... 
it didn't look like a oh no my friend has betrayed me it looked like a oh my dad's going to marry the woman i want to that i would like to marry can you imagine her new order that she's going to create she's the first queen on the iron throne married to the first you know another queen she marries her stepmom eventually and then she's like get rid of all this stupid air bullshit like who cares if it's your blood i'm just gonna pick whoever the next good king is gonna be or queen's gonna yeah, be you know? yeah like, that all sounds sort of good thing. and well until we realize that we're left with the same system 172 years later when robert's rebellion overthrows them that's the that's the thing that it comes back to is like we kind of know where it's going and unless the history's erased somehow and we just don't know about that yet like there's not much hope for for the women here which kind it of really sucks. blows it really um, blows that's that's my thing is that i want rhaenyra to succeed so bad and i hope she does and that there is some sort of workaround there i just i just don't know how it'll happen you know uh mm. but later on during an uh, intimate meal in his quarters viserys tells alicent about the lena plan and uh and she's like oh yeah i get it yeah you should you continue the line. I get that's a good idea. Sure. Uh, and she's like, I do have something to give you though, uh, and it's the it's the dragon he dropped earlier, uh, all fixed up by the stonemasons. Uh, and he's genuinely like, this is the most thoughtful thing anyone's done for me, and I don't know how long. Everyone sucks up to me all the time, but no one's ever been like nice. You know, like everyone, everyone's like, oh, you're the king. So I'll, I'll pay you respect, but I'm going to take advantage of you. This is a genuinely nice thing she's done, uh, which I, I have the feeling he doesn't see a lot of. But Is this her doing it on her own, or do you think Otto had any... Uh, I mean... There, I feel like this is one thing she actually There's did a decent chance she did do this on her own, you know? Like, it, it, it is a, a really nice thing. She sees that... Like, again, though, it doesn't come back to her being like, oh, I have a romantic Lit. attachment to Viserys. It's that his wife just died. And that she lost her mother, and she knows what that pain is like. So she's like, "Let me do something nice for this man." You know, like I, I, I think it very well could have been like, yeah, Otto's not nice enough to come up with something like this. Uh, it, it it almost certainly had to have been Allison that just took it under her own. But I don't think she did it with the Out intention of, of being like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm romantically interested." You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm, that's fair. But. Uh, Otto interrupts this little uh, this little moment and tells the king that there's an emergency small council session. Uh, that Prince Damon stole an egg, a dragon's egg, in the dark of the night, leaving behind a note announcing, A, he's taking a second wife in the tradition of Old Valyria, and it's going to be Masaria. B, they are expecting child. And C, they are going to put the egg in the cradle, as is House Targaryen custom. And uh, they're like, uh, Rhaenyra's like, wait, 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 whose egg? And it turns out to be the egg of Dreamfire, the straight up coldest name for a dragon I've ever fucking heard. Dreamfire? What? That is Love how Viserys before this was like, ah, it's just Damon doing his whole thing. He's like, no, I can't, I can't humor this with a response. You know, like I'm not going to go to this shit. There's no fucking way. Oh, that was the egg we were going to put in Balon's cradle. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Fuck him. Fuck him. We're going. Like he was almost like, all right, we're, we're killing him. Like all, like all, like he was like, fuck it. Like this dude, he he calls my kid. 
the king for a day, and then he has the audacity to take that egg, you know? Yeah, no. Like No, no. He was like, and he was ready. I, I really <laughs> fucked with that. That was a really strong part of the episode. But uh, I also appreciate, mm. like, Otto's tactfulness is not to be confused with how shitty of a duty is. Like, this is genuinely a an interesting move. Smart though. play here. Smart play on Otto's hand. Smart play to like, go. Yeah, smart play to go. It's dangerous for you. An easy way for him to start a war, which mm, destabilizes mm-hmm. the throne. Uh, it it doesn't go. I don't think this ends up going the way he wants it to. I think he goes there with the intention of starting a war. Uh, mm. Dude, I was ready. I'm like, this is episode two. I have two dragons on either side of this bridge and an army in the middle, and I'm like, is it really going? To, is this happening right now? Like, are we getting battle second? Like, are is this what what's going to happen? And then, well, I guess. I was thinking battle before the second dragon showed mm. up. Once the second one showed up, it was kind of like, okay, no more battle, right. probably. Um, but I don't like they have. They know what we're looking forward to, and they set the shot up perfectly yeah. for it to. Dude, these like, shots at Dragonstone were fucking gorgeous. Like the most. I finally got like those like Lord of the Rings mm. vibes from the like from like mm. the the Lord of the Rings movies. This felt so mythic and like uh, giant was... and grandiose that it was like yeah, up oh. in the clouds. We're seeing. Have we ever seen dragons? Like, have we ever seen not dragons? Dragons reach like. I think I might be thinking of Harrenhal. Whenever it's like a destroyed castle, was Dragons Reach ever like? Have we seen it in Game of Thrones? Dragonstone the... was where Danny. Dragonstone arrived at at the beginning of season seven, but was it like destroyed and then ruins? Though it was not. Like, it, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily in ruins, or... but it was run down for sure. Like it had been okay. abandoned for several centuries. Uh, Stannis Baratheon also hold up in there. His whole run. oh duh uh, okay actually that's go, the connection. We actually go to the Thank war you. room where Masaria and Damon talk talk to each other with like the dragons encarved on the wall. We saw that room all the time in Game of Thrones. Thank you. Yes. I'm like, I am. I was trying to put together where it was in Game of Thrones. And, like, I'm, like, I'm thinking of all these dark, you know, black castle looking. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, like, I, where, like, who was there? Like, who? Yeah, and, Stannis Baratheon. Like, Stannis. And, Thank uh, you. And da- yes. Daenerys arrives there at the beginning of Season 7 when she makes her way to Westeros. Uh, but, uh, nevertheless, we arrive to Dragonstone and Damon is meeting... Uh, Otto carrying the egg alongside Masaria on the bridge and Otto orders him to vacate Dragonstone and Damon's like, ah, I see we got a new Kingsguard member here, uh, Prince uh, Crispin, as I recall, uh, or er, Sir Crispin, as I recall, and he's like, uh, ah, it's alright, you don't remember ni- my name. Perhaps my prince recalls when I knocked him off his horse. Boom! It- Fuck like oh, I love this dude. I love he's my one. Oh, I, I like he's Kristen my Cole. one. I like Kristen yeah. Cole, man. <laughs> uh, but you know, I liked I like Damon's response to it. He was like, Haha, "Good." Like he was like, yeah. "All right, fuck yeah." That's how this is gonna be. I like that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of shouting of uh, of treason and of uh, of whores. You know, like, how are you going to... Otto was... Otto was like... The, he was letting Damon Another hear. Another one where I'm just like, man, fuck Otto hard. Because, like, I like Masari. Masari is a good chick. Uh, just because she's... I mean, like... No no, but no house 
was conceived of highborn. Y'all all started somewhere, you know? Y'all weren't just like, fuck it, now I'm king, you know? Like, that's not how this worked. Uh, that's why I love it. It's just it. sad that, like, he's just using her, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, I, and that's why I'm led to believe that, like, he wants... He is set on who he wants as his wife or to bear his children. There's only one person... And it's his blood. Like, I don't think he wants to marry or have kids with anyone else. Like, you think you think his goal is to have children with Rhaenyra? Yes. Okay. I can see that. The necklace at the beginning, you know, the Valyrian necklace that he gave her, calling her beautiful. Like, they're planting the seeds now. And, like, I I think that's his end goal. I don't – because if he wants the strongest claim, he has to beat Corliss – and Renice and their claim, and the only way to make that stronger, in my opinion, is to be like, we don't have Valyrian blood. We have pure Targaryen blood. The already heir, uh, Rhaenyra, already heir, you know, named heir. Now I'm married to her, so now I'm the heir, mm. because I'm man, and you were gonna pick me maybe anyways before. And now I have a kid, too, that is pure Targaryen. And I already have a dragon and an army. I don't, like... I could see it. I could see it for sure, you know? Like, I, it's nothing to fuck with. I Like, I'm... The only person I root for in this show truly is Rhaenyra, you know? That's the only person I'm here for. I don't, like... Anything else that happens, man, I won't... I won't love it, but... I'll enjoy watching it. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, Otto's not taken kindly to the fact that he's shacking up with Missaria here in Dragonstone. And uh, Damon's like, all right, you want the fucking egg? You want Suka? You want Suka? Come get Suka. Every show has an egg, you know. Every show has the egg. That was a Mandalorian reference for those who are just here for the Game of Thrones shit. Uh, We will never forget Suka here on the Mandalorian rewatch. Suka! The egg, but yeah. So like, that's why it's so funny. Every time he like they say they say some shit about the egg too, because he goes, he like holds the egg out and he says, "You've come for the egg," hmm. and it's just it's just like you want the suka, <laughs> referring to something as the egg. I know that like it's important that it, there's like a dragon in there. Like I get that, but like <laughs> it's just so funny to ref- like you want the dragon's egg. Even that would be more like. Oh yeah, foreboding and like yeah, that's lethal. But mm. just going, you want the egg? It's so funny to me. It's always how so do, funny. How do dragon eggs work? Because like, if Khal Drogo was just holding on to three of them or whoever it was, well, holding on to them it was uh, and like, because they were gifted to oh. Daenerys at her wedding by uh, oh, what was his name? Fuck. He was, was it the he, dude in the? Super rich town, or yeah, he was homies with he was homies with Viserys or Varys. Mm. Uh, he was homies with Varys. Uh, it was kind of a he had a really weird, like really goofy sounding name because he was just a he was a rich dude who worked as like within the like uh, with Varys to kind of like orchestrate who's going to become who and stuff mm. like that. I can't remember his name, but he had the dragon eggs. So. 
is do they have to be born in fire or like can they hatch whenever is it like a timed thing is it like i've i uh, i couldn't tell you uh given what we saw in game of thrones it seems like they're born via fire like they have to be burnt out uh but there's also this thing where that was like something of a rebirth for Khaleesi for Daenerys. So like, did it have to happen that way? You know, like yeah, it felt, that like, felt like more of Daenerys's moment than just like, all right, I'm birthing these. He didn't, you know, like she was the mother of dragons, yes, and like every, but like it felt like, did she know that was going to happen? You know, I, I think. I, <laughs> I think there's a chance she did. That's the thing, though, is that, like, uh, I, I couldn't tell you the tradition of the uh, how they mm-hmm. have the dragons coaxed out of their eggs. But uh, because they, they imply that the egg would sit in the cradle with the baby. It's not like it would be born at the same time as the baby, you know. It would it would sit in the cradle with the child, and, like, uh, and then one day they're like, cool, throw it in the fucking fire, man. You're going to have a dragon <laughs> now. Um, hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I take it that that's probably the way they do it. They have to, like, maybe the eggs have to develop to a certain point, and then they can do it, um, like, a certain amount of time allotted before they can do it. But I don't know. It kind of seems like it's been five and a half months. This is the same egg as what they were going to do for Balon. That's what I'm the saying. The air for a day. So, like... I feel like they have some choice in I think when... they do, too. I think they can just kind of do it whenever they want. Maybe it's like a tradition in a Targaryen's life. Like, at a certain age, it's like their bar mitzvah. Mm. <laughs> you have come to dragon age. You, will you now are have your man own. now. Yeah. Birth this dragon <laughs> uh, type type shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I could, I could see that for sure. But uh, it, it probably is that, actually. Like, uh, some sort of ceremony for a certain age a Targaryen has become. I could mm. definitely see that. Uh, I could definitely see that being the case. But... Uh, Nevertheless, Damon's like, oh, you came for the egg, and he holds it straight out, and uh, Otto's like, you fucking wouldn't. You know, war here, you do this here, violence here means war against the king, and Damon's like, fucking good. He was about it. He's like, good? I think, and I can't tell if he's, (laughs) I can't tell if he's like, fuck yeah, I want to fight the king, or if he's like, you won't do shit, Otto. If he, if he's like, you like won't... he knows that he won't swing. Yeah, first. like you're a bitch. Mm. You won't do shit, Otto. Uh, <laughs> so like, it's kind of like I think Damon truly is like, you know what? Fuck it. If war is what it has to be, war is what it has to be. But uh, I don't know. His relationship with Viserys is so interesting. You know, his relationship to his family is so interesting because he seems to have a great deal of love and admiration for his family. But like he says here. War like violence here means war with the king. He says, "Fucking good, man!" Like, yeah, let's do that shit. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. He's like betraying his family, but at the same time, staying loyal somehow. Because he think um, I think he thinks it's truly the what's best for the family. You know, like he like what he truly yeah. believes is best for the Targaryen line is if Viserys isn't king. If That's if Daemon is the heir and he gets to be king, uh. Now, I I think that's a very narrow vision of his, uh, hmm. personally. I don't think he would make an ideal king. I think, in fact, he would make a very poor king. Uh, I think uh, I think he's a pretty shit dude uh, in comparison to Viserys. I think one of the... It's been a thing throughout Game of Thrones, a premier... Uh, 
premier characteristic mm. of a good king is having little desire to be the king. And yes. uh, Damon seems to have all the desire to be the king, which is typically a sign they would not be an ideal candidate. The gods have yet to create a man that does What, what was the line from Otto? Yeah, it's the only like, line that I'm like, okay, I liked you there for that one second there. because that The gods are yet to create a man who isn't... Uh, who isn't patient enough? Or... Who isn't patient enough for absolute power? Mm. Like, if they have the possibility of getting absolute power, they'll wait. Mm. You know? Oh, that's what he said. Like, I thought yeah. it was something just like there. There hasn't been a person born who doesn't want power. Yeah, he was like. I think the line was like exactly. The gods are yet to create a man who lacks the patience for absolute power. Ah, damn. That's that. I wonder if that's in the uh, the IMDb yet, like in quotes. Like, I wonder if they if they have that oh, for like yeah. the episodes. Of... I mean, it's pretty fucking strong. That was that was a great quote. But uh, yeah, and I think Damon's that guy. You know, like he's willing to if it means he'll be the heir, he's willing to let that shit unfold how it'll unfold. But uh, nevertheless, uh, swords are drawn here, and they they point them at each other. But Caraxes goes ahead and. Uh, Let's mm. out a bellowing roar, climbs to the top, and Otto's like, "All right, guys, sheathe your fucking steel." I thought it was a <laughs> hilarious line. It's uh, like this is not something that is going to happen today, and it—I don't know why I thought it might be. Uh, we know he is a dragon rider. Um, I just—I didn't know what the fuck Otto's plan was here. Like, you know, he has a dragon. Mm. You're fucked. Yeah, it was. That's the real reason he said, like, all right, put your swords away. He's oh, like, yeah, absolutely. He's absolutely. like, yeah, if we do fight here now, if you do want to resort to violence, we die. The king will get the message, and he'll send his army, but, like, right now, we die. Um, there's no... What yeah, do like, you do had against no a dragon? What yeah, do you no do? Like, That's the thing. Why on earth did he even think it was a good idea to go out there and threaten him? Like, it's not, like... The only reason is if he wanted to start a war. You know, like, that's the only reason he'd be okay with it. Um, I felt like his goal was probably get it to the point to piss Damon off enough to say, like, all right, we'll be back with an army, be ready. I think that's, hmm. like, what Otto's goal was, is not to fight right then and there, but to be like, all right, we're coming. We're coming back for, for dragon stuff. I'm coming for that ass now. Hmm. You're fucked. Sorry, I'm getting all nice and wrapped up in my blankie. Mm, gotta be cozy, man. Yeah, it's cold down in oh, this. Oh, the little this switch basement. up of the shirt. That shirt is sick. Thank by you. The way. Thank you. Starry night. Yeah, no. Nah, it was the uh, it was the shirt. I was wearing the shirt I fell asleep in last night, and I was like, ah, we had a we had a little break here in the middle of the episode that no one will be mm. able to tell was there. <laughs> I took a shower. I was like, you know, let's get all nice and clean, and cozy. Let's let's get renewed for the second half of this episode. Mm. But. uh yeah, yeah, this shit, uh, shit was no joke. Uh, I really, really liked this scene, and, you know, it seems like, alright, I guess tensions are gonna cool here for a second. Uh, it could still resort to, like, I didn't, I don't put it past Damon to go ahead and just kill Otto here if Rhaenyra doesn't show up here in a sec. But, uh, whenever we, we hear the, we hear, like, these little low rumblings, and then we see the, the fucking mist start mm. to, like, part. Approaching them. Ooh, oh, and then Rhaenyra flies over on Serax, man. I was like, ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. 
oh, and the way she like circles the area and lands on the lands behind Hightower and his group, I was like, oh, that shit was lethal. Mm. Uh, that shit was this, magnificent, dude. But uh, it's my castle, Uncle. You're in my castle. Yeah. So, uh, what hmm. up? Excuse me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she like uh, the hand of the king. Otto here is like, all right, Kristen, take the take the princess back home. We're Take her back to her dragon and take her home. She's like, ah, y'all better be careful about touching me. Sirax is very protective. <laughs> uh, and then the way they all go, like, they all, like, okay. they yep. all, like, back the fuck out of the way because they're like, I ain't even going to come close to touching you here. Uh, but the, he, she approaches Damien and they speak in high Valyrian again. I like that they almost exclusively speak to each other in Valyrian. This, yeah. Is interesting. Is it? Do you think it's more of a no one else understands what they're or not a lot of people can understand what they're saying? So it's more like I do. Let's talk to each other in private. Okay. I do. I think that's the case. Uh, but yeah, she's like, "This is my castle. You got to get the fuck out. I'm the heir to Dragonstone, bitch." Uh, and she's like, uh, "So you're you're saying you get like you you're you're to be married? You're gonna have a baby?" He's like, yeah, it's a celebration, you know, I'm to be wed and shit. And uh, she's like, ah, so you're to be a father. And he takes a look back at Masaria and goes, one day. Eesh. And Eesh. I was like, that was that was my single favorite. That was one of my favorite lines in this episode. Because Damon was lying his ass off to everybody. He could not lie to Rhaenyra. Mm. Okay. He, he couldn't. He couldn't stand fully behind the lie to Rhaenyra. I guess I didn't think about it that way. I thought of he sent word to King's Landing. You no, know, the letter. The letter he wrote to like mm -hmm. where he took the egg or I don't know where he left that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, "All right, here's my business. Bam, fuck you, like fuck, you. like whatever." He doesn't. I don't know if he really loves Masaria. 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 Yeah. I don't know if he really loves her. I, I kind of hope that he does because it'll be like kind of like a Tyrion um, Lannister and I forgot the, the girl. Uh, oh, yeah. That he was name? kind of like the same sort of uh, dynamic. Thing, yeah, where it's like I actually kind of, you know, I, I love this woman and like I don't want to be restricted in the person I love. Like I don't want to marry for whatever. But like I took it as. He didn't want to tell Masaria that they were going to get married and have a kid yet. Like, instead of keeping the lie from Rhaenyra, it was he just hasn't told Masaria yet either because she's shocked. She's like, we're getting married? We're having a kid? Yeah. And, like, um, I think it was just, in my mind, it's kind of Damon's way of being like, you're my wife for now but like you're just a placeholder is like what mm. it felt like to me whenever i was watching um yeah I, like yeah. The one day it didn't seem that it was like one day with you i will have a kid it didn't seem that like you're gonna be a father and one day you know like i that's kind of the way i took it is. i see i see i took it as he had not informed Missaria that she told them they were pregnant. So uh, he, like, looked back at her and was like, sorry about that. Yeah, oh. one day. Wait, so they're, you think 
they're already pregnant. Like, she's already... No, oh. no. I think that he had not informed Masaria that that is what he told everyone else, obviously. I got you. I got you uh, now. Uh, like, I, I like it that he's he can't lie to Rhaenyra, though. I like that more, if that's I, it. Oh, Because he was bold-faced lying to everyone else. If, if, if he would have lied the same way he'd been lying to everyone else, he would have gone, yes. Yeah. I am to be a father. But him having to go one day means that there's something about Rhaenyra that makes him want to not full bold-faced lie, mm. you know, like a... Hmm. Or maybe maybe it's just to protect Masaria's Masaria there because if he goes yes, she's like, well, what the fuck, you know, like uh, that's not true, uh, like plainly right then and there maybe. So one day provides the like yeah nine months from now sure. Hmm. Ooh, that could go a lot of different ways. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of ways to interpret that line to be sure, but uh, it, it, it it's a pretty epic scene here as uh as. She goes, oh, uh, here I am, the object of your ire, the person who disinherited you. If you wish to be restored as heir, you'll need to kill me. So do it. Damn, and what a power play right oh. there. Oh. So do it and be done with all this bother. And uh, he doesn't. Instead, he turns around and chucks the egg at her, which I was like, Jesus like, fuck, fuck, you're right, Christ. damn it. He's like, yeah. dang, you beat me. Oh, I thought I was... Thought I did so good here. I, got I thought I had the cards, bro. Thought I had ah. full sabak. Yeah, you know, he, I don't know. That was it was a nice. Uh, as of right now, I am one. Every time Damon is put in his place, I am four. Um, oh, right now, I want to see him die. Um, ideally, right now, um, I don't really want him to die. I think he he'll just add such a cool aspect to the show. Um, but yeah, he's a shitbird. Mm, yeah, he's. Yeah, again, he wants I want to protect to the Targaryen. He wants to protect the house, though. That's like his. That's his goal. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think it's to protect his brother. He loves his brother, his family, but like, if... if his brother needs to die, he needs to die. Like that's. I think that's kind of his approach. And yeah, I want to again make it clear. I do not like Daemon Targaryen as a person. As a character, he provides a great deal of uh, intrigue into this show. Like, his his storyline is a premier reason I, I come back every week, and a premier reason I'm excited every week is to see what the fuck Damon Targaryen is going to get the fuck into. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, like, this was the driving force of the episode. This is the scene, you know? Like, this was the moment of the episode that made you go oh fuck yeah this is good this is good um <laughs> but uh yeah so she goes ahead and places that egg in a little uh little canister a little warmer and she mounts her dragon and flies on the fuck out of there mm. but uh, uh in oh go ahead was it okay i didn't know Whenever she landed, did she seem kind of, like, inexperienced? Like, a little bit? Like, I, okay, like, I felt like whenever she landed, for some reason, they focused on the landing being, like, a little rough. And she, like, kind of, I don't know if it was just landing a dragon is like that. Or if, like, they're trying to be, like, she's not even at, like, she's a beginner, like, kind of, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know why. It just felt like, 
a little weird thing to yeah. focus on is that like the landing was a little rough and it kind of like showed her face like her face like that she was struggling with it almost like whenever i was like interesting i've always taken because I, I always thought danny was a little uh like i've always just thought like every landing with a dragon is tough because they're just such massive and so, massive creatures that it's like <laughs> and a small platform she's landing on here i think it was just i think it was going to be a tough landing for anybody but uh I thought it was like kind of triumphant, like the the okay. the way they like zoom in on her when she's like atop her dragon and they've landed and she's like okay. she's yep. just kind of like staring at Damon, like what the fuck, bro? What you want? What the fuck mm-hmm. you think this is? Uh, God, I love all the memes that are coming. But also Viserion, I think uh, the reason I picked up on that is whenever you were talking through the history of the family tree, mm-hmm. um, Viserion is like. Uh, was one of them, like, is one of these people, and... Oh, Visenya. Or, Vis- sorry, fuck, I... And every time I get just a, na- a little bit wrong, but, uh, I don't know, this this framed it a little, like, whenever you're talking through it, I was like, okay, that like, this makes sense. But, like, now, like, having the names just pop up next to the thing, like, in video form, it, like, mm-hmm. clicked for me a little bit better for some reason or whatever. Yeah, very um, clearly a family tree once you get it laid out like that. Yeah. And that, like, resembles... Jahiris's crown. Mm. Yeah, it was sick. Like the, all of them are like, I don't know. This the previous intro changed a little bit as the show went on. You know, mm. like like Winterfell, whatever was happening, or when I'm talking about Skyrim now, or no, is that actually no Winterfell? Winterfell is, is okay. the kingdom of the north. Right, I've been playing Skyrim. Winterhold, sorry, is the Skyrim city. I have too many medieval timelines going on right now, but. Uh, <laughs> But, like, I, I'm curious if, like, as the family tree grows, if, like, we will see new bloodlines, like, go, like, like kind of go into whoever. Oh, yeah, almost definitely. Um, I think I think that's a good, and, I mean, as we see them expand and as we see them get nixed off. Mm. Oh, maybe, I maybe didn't the... even think of them. Yeah, because some are fold filled with blood as in like they're gone they're dead, dead. Yeah. but like Rhaenyra's was still pulls up yep. oh, yeah oh well, shit guess... I didn't think about that we're gonna get a death and then the intro is gonna show their circle blood everywhere like yeah it's gonna be strong it's gonna be strong but inside the palace of Dragonstone Masaria is not happy the whole getting married and being pregnant thing was not uh, th- something she was privy to uh, and she she was like, uh, yeah, I swore a long time ago to never put my life in danger by having a child. She's like, childbirth is not safe. I'm not doing it. Uh, and furthermore, she fears that the uh, that the king might show Damon mercy should the need arise, and he would not hesitate to kill her. Mm. The literal childbirth is dangerous for her. Also, just existing right now is dangerous for her. And I think the interest, like, they dealt with, you know, a last episode with killing a baby, you know, or trying to save the baby to kill the mother. And, like, it, this line of, like, childbirth is dangerous, I I don't want to risk my body, you know, doing that. And, like, it clicked... That, like, that's their version of, like, giving the woman the choice in the mat. You know, like, that's the choice that they have here. 
Instead of, like, in the modern day, it's more, you know, abortion and whatever. But here, like, I feel like they're trying to hit on the same thing here. But it's the medieval version of childbirth can literally kill me and you just want to force a baby into me. So, like, maybe no, it's my body. You know, like, I didn't even think of that. Like, that childbirth is legitimately dangerous because they don't have hospitals and they can't just birth a baby like it's nothing anymore. You know, I guess it's still not nothing. But, uh, it's still, yeah, and it's still dangerous modernly. It's just that, like, then it was even, even crazier levels of dangerous. Like, it was just, uh, mm. she's not going to put her life in danger by having a child. And furthermore, by existing and being supposedly married to Damien carrying his baby, it puts a target on her back. Uh, because now there's a possible air in her belly, <laughs> uh, which is not, not something that people typically take kindly to. In, in this sort of uh, in this sort of setting, but uh, we learn that uh, Masaria has been uh, bought and sold several times over. She's a she's a mm. she's a slave historically, and she came here uh, not because she wanted gold or power, but because she wanted to be liberated. And uh, uh, Damon asks, liber- "Liberated from what? Yeah, like from fear. What? Mm. <laughs> fear," she says. Being at your being at his side is supposed to not be the least scary thing. Hmm. How can she be touched if she's at a Targaryen side? You know, like that's uh, liberated from fear here. And now, now she he's painted that target on her back, right back into it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that was a, that was a fantastic scene. Masaria and uh, Damon acting off each other there was brilliant and i love missaria i think she's going to be a fantastic character and and now she they kind of present us with the possibility that she might be someone that turns on damon uh she might be someone who mm. uh like i think it'd be awesome if like alicent turn on turned on otto and viserys missaria turns on damon and corliss and the women come people, together yeah be a oh, legendary team up. Yeah, just oh, oh. <laughs> legendary the, team up. Mm. But uh and I'll, I'll be interested because uh I still want to know how Rainice like I feel like we might my like biggest boldest theory for Rainice is that she has her husband killed. Whoa. Okay. That she has Corliss Valerian killed, and she comes into his power and sort of, and that's 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 a pretty far down the road sort of makes prediction sense, I have there. Though. But kind of makes sense because if they were to put their claim in, is Renice more likely to the throne or Corliss? Like even though Corliss isn't Targaryen blood. People would be like, he'll be the king. Hmm. And she sees that and is like... Nah. Did they actually love each other? Or were they married they just They seem for... to. They seem okay. to. Like, the, the, I think uh, I think it was probably initially, like, you're a Targaryen, you're a Valyrian, let's, let's combine the Valyrian houses and go ahead and... But they seem to actually have a connection that is loving at the very least. Uh... And maybe not in love, but there's a love there, um, I, I'd say. 
So it'll be interesting to see. But that's like my biggest, boldest theory that I don't have any basis for yet. Uh, it's just kind of like uh, Rainy seems to be that sort of in the background, kind of like, I don't know. There's some there's something about her that feels like it could go any direction, you know, and I feel like that's uh mm. I feel like that'd be a fun direction to take that character. Yeah, she's the sleeper of this show, I think. She's the I don't know, it do is the general public like, oh, she's a top contender? Like I feel like people are I think gonna focus on Damon more and Corliss and uh Rhaenyra. I've seen a lot of people say they really like Rhaenys, but I haven't mm. seen a lot of people say, like, oh, I think she'll end up on the throne. You know, like, I think that's a... Uh, and I don't necessarily know that she'll end up on the throne, but I think there's a p- potentiality that maybe she does everything she can to assure Rhaenyra does. Mm. Or maybe she does everything she can to assure that a, a queen ascends the throne and that none of these dudes th- none of these dudes do it. Uh, I think that'd be a, I think that'd be another really cool way to anchor her story as well. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. But uh, next up, Rhaenyra gets home, and Viserys is uh, quite pissed to find out what she has done. Mm. Uh, you are my only heir, he says. You could have been killed. And uh, she's like, well, uh, I retrieved the egg without bloodshed, something that I don't think Otto could have accomplished alone. And he's like, yeah, fuck, yeah, probably. You probably just prevented a war, son of a bitch, but shit. Uh, yeah, her father is, uh, you know, he acknowledges the truth of her statement, and he's like, uh, he's like, all right, fair, fair. Uh, and it makes it makes room for them to have a pretty honest conversation for the first time in a long time about uh, mm-hmm. how they're both in mourning over the passing of uh, her mother, Emma, and how they uh, both know he has to remarry. Like, that's something that, of, of course it was going to happen. This is the duty of the king, after all, and so on and so forth. One of my favorite quotes from earlier in the episode that was Otto being like Two-Face, where he's like, uh, he clearly wants Allison to be who he marries, but he's trying his best to make, mm. uh, like whenever he's like, uh, I love my wife and I have no duty to remarry because of that. Uh, therefore, I do not envy you, your grace, for your for you having to remarry. Like I have no interest in doing such a thing. And he, I loved that line, you know. But it sucks that it's coming from him when it's he's very clearly not meaning that, you know. Like it's a, uh, mm. it's 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 very two faced of him. But still, uh, I, I did I did really enjoy this little conversation between them. He's prop like we th- like because we only, we've only seen Otto for two episodes, but he's been doing this. Who knows like, how long. I feel like he's the one really leading. Like, he makes the decisions. Like, mm-hmm. he's the one... I, or, honestly, the council is the ones who makes the decisions here. Yeah, like, they get everything they want, man. He yeah. Like, Viserys very rarely goes, no. You know, like, he's... Alright, well, if it's good for my reign, sure, fuck it. I don't care. Do what you guys need to. Um, That's what it feels like. Mm. But, I, uh... I like how... Whenever uh, Viserion, he's, he's like, you were wrong, you know, you're young, you will learn. And it was in the tone of, like, you know, you're wrong, so, you know, learn lesson. But, like, at the same time, he's like, damn, but you know you're right. Like, you know you did the right thing. You're young, you'll learn, but damn, you're already learning so fast. Like Yeah, whenever he's like, if she's like, sorry about earlier in the, uh... Mm. In the council Sorry about earlier in the, in the council. Yeah, at, mm. at council. And he's like, you're young, 
you'll learn. The thing for me, though, that sucks about that scene is she just sits there like, mm. do you have anything else to say there? Like, A, was I right? B, uh, will you teach me then? Yeah. I'm young, I'll learn. How am I going to learn if you won't tell me what I need to do? Yeah, like, I'm your heir. Like, you need to be grooming me for, for ruling. You like, know, like, I'm and I, gonna... think this is, I think that's a, a, a key line in her realizing, like, he probably has no intention of making me the ruler of the, of the kingdoms, you know? Uh, he knew he'd remarry, too. You know, and that's, Renny said, like, your father's no fool. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he knows what would happen if, if a woman were to sit up there. Um, yeah, it's sad, the sad truth, but... I, mean, and, I, I appreciate that Rhaenyra never... Like, she saw right through it, you know? Like, at the beginning with Alicent, whenever she's like... A, he's like, she's like he named you the heir, and she's like, to, to spite Damon, it wasn't because I was the choice he wanted. Hmm. It was so that Damon wasn't the choice, you know? Like, that was the only reason. Um, it did get a little fulfillment in, like... Uh... Rhaenyra was like, I just want him to see me more, you know, like, see me for more than just a little girl or whatever. Mm. And then, like, Viserys is like, what, like, you've turned into a grown woman, you know? And then you kind of yeah. saw Rhaenyra like, ah, finally, like, the first little bit of respect you've given me, you know? Like, right, right. Um, I don't know. I, no, think... yeah, I, lo I, I really enjoyed this interaction, though. You know, she, Rhaenyra says, you are the king and your first duty is to the realm. Uh mother would have understood this just as I do. Mm. Um, and I, I appreciated that, like, uh, he truly is mourning Emma. Like, he has no interest, like, he has no interest in remarrying. He does understand that it is just something that he has to do. Wait, go back to that last picture. Is that dude just scarred from fire? That's what I was gonna say. Is that... Like... What is that scar there? <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll get to that at the end. J Joe's scrolling through pictures on IMDb from the episode. I had to take a look-see to see what the fuck was going on. But, uh, yeah, no, I loved this interaction. I think Rhaenyra and Viserys, this was, like, the best interaction they've had so far for me besides, you know, the one where he ascended her to heir of the kingdom, which would have been a... Uh, which would have been cool if it was uh, fully, fully uh, honest. You know, I think he had every intention to remarry. Uh, he knew he would have to one day. Um, it just sucks that it has to be with her best friend. That's the shit that's uh, that's really, really going to hurt, you know. Um, but yeah, mother would have understood this just as I do. That shit hurted. That shit hurted. Uh, however... The next morn, we get a good morrow out of Viserys, which I really appreciate. I like to throw out a good, a good morrow, a fair morrow, fair morrow to my uh, good morrow, fair gentles. That sort of thing. Uh, it's a, it's a, one of my favorites. Uh, I might, I might introduce the podcast weekly from here on in with a good fair morrow, good gentles. Hello, but uh, Viserys throwing out the, throwing out the good morrow there. Uh, he order, he orders them here to announce that he's decided to take a new wife. It is time. It has been long enough, nearly half a year. Mm. Uh, and uh, Corliss, I just want to say, I just put on a master class installing. And Corliss, 
uh, <laughs> wouldn't uh, wouldn't look quite so triumphant if I if I was him. Uh, he's like, oh, yes, you do. You are here to announce a new a new wife. Of course, you are. Here I am. I am so happy Sit that the time has come. Put he sat his arms up. He on the little, table. He had a little smirk. He was like, <laughs> I'm about to become one of the most powerful men alive. Let everyone Even know. More so. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we see Rhaenyra as, uh, she looks at Alicent and she's like, her like eyes widen a little bit and she like starts to like get a little teary eyed before he even says anything, uh, because Alicent is standing quite near, uh, quite near Viserys and yep, Viserys announces that he will be wed to Alicent Hightower. Before spring's end. And Corlys goes, what the fuck? (laughs) He goes, no, no. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And then he storms the fuck out of the room. Rhaenyra blinks back tears here, staring at at Alicent. Never looking at her father. Just locked on Alicent, and she she walks right out behind him. Oh, man. Uh, Even though I kind of knew it was coming, it still was just like a... Like, cause this is what I get. Like, I get like in the moment. I'm like, oh, he, yeah, no way. Well, he chose Allison. Yeah, like he's not he, like the the reason this moment has such gravity because he takes a huge pause in between the whole like uh, I will be wed to. It's like he was announcing the Amer- the winner of American Idol or some <laughs> shit. He went full Ryan Seacrest, and the winner is right after this commercial break. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but. uh yeah, Allison Hightower is to be wed before spring's end. And uh not looking forward to the to the coming events, if I must if I must say so myself. But mm. uh next up we see uh we see Corliss talking to someone about how his family had to scratch their way into wealth and power via hard work, that nothing was given to them. And he says, I've always thought of you and I as having been made from the same cloth. And the person sitting across from him is Damon. And this made sense, too. I was like, as soon as he started talking, I was like, he's talking to Damon. He went straight to Damon. Because even last episode, whenever they were like, he was like, the succession is clear. Shall we say his name? Mm-hmm. Damon Targaryen. That's that's the king. Uh, he says... Oh, uh, he sees himself in Damon a little. Mm-hmm. Like, the second son. We're pushed aside. Yes. We have to earn... You know, it's not given to us. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. He says, we're both men who've had to cut our way through the world. Uh, and they, uh, they're they meeting here at Driftmark, the seat of House Valerian. And he, uh, he fills Damon in on how Viserys doesn't want to stop the crab feeder, but that stepping into that fight is how Damon can show his power. And uh, Damon's like, all right, all right, cool. And he refers, to, he refers to them as, like, the second sons of the kingdom. And... Uh, Thought that might have been a little bit of a. It's just interesting wording because the Second Sons was a uh, a mercenary group in season in the first original Throne show, Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, so like maybe there's something here about the beginning of the Second Sons, sort of like a. It's pretty sick if this is how it starts. Two, you know, the Second Sons. There's two of them. It's House Valyria and Targaryen. It's like, I don't know. This. Would be pretty sick if this is the be pretty start. epic. It'd be pretty epic, but uh, so yeah, they're already referring to the crab 
eater? Is that what they call the uh, crab feeder? The crab feeder. So they're already referring to him as like someone who's already doing it, you know. Yeah. And like in the next dawn, first I don't know why I thought it was Damon. You know, I guess maybe he takes the mantle of it and like maybe goes into it. I don't know mm. why I have the feeling that it's Damon. I don't know if it's just it looks like him a little bit in the next on, and, like, there was a shot that kind of looked like his face and all. Yeah, whenever you threw that theory at me via text, I was like, yo, I that was not something that was even remotely on my like, radar. So, like, uh... And I, I don't know, like, I don't know why, but for some reason I see, like, that this is him in this picture, and the reason, like, the helmet... Like, the helmet is on. I don't think he can take it off because it was burnt onto him. And mm. if he takes it off, like, his face is gone. Comes right off. Yeah. So, like, you know, his arm, skin, everything's already messed up. So his identity is forever. No one will know who it is. If he has his white hair, though, like, it's kind of known that it, it would be a... T- so, like, the only way that this is Damon is if he somehow dyes his hair black and there's a mask burnt onto his mm. face. So, like... The little detail of that the crab feeder was already, a kid, like already known to be doing this stuff. Like I don't really think it's Damon anymore. Um, right. I think he he will just like. I because I'm kind of confused on all the antics of it. Is the crab feeder on the side of the free city, like of the pirates? And yes, like, the 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 crab feeder is a pirate who is uh, leading ambushes on shipping lanes that are crucial to the house of valerian okay it is the it is the central it sounds like it is the central place that provides their wealth uh these shipping lanes and they're being ambushed by the crab feeder and his soldiers on the free cities uh like am i crazy in thinking that it looks like damon i i like does he have blue eyes? Does da- does Matt Smith have blue eyes? I couldn't tell you. Regardless, but I I I think that whoever this dude is, the crab feeder, I've taken it to be a dude from Essos. I think that they're it's a group of pirates from Essos, not Westeros, who have come across the sea to uh, uh, inflict some sort of uh, damage to the shipping lanes to get wealth, whatever the fuck. Um, I'm intrigued, though. I'm excited for it. Uh, regardless, uh, the reason I don't think they're they're going to have any tie to it is because I'm fairly certain Damon's going to ride Caraxes down there and absolutely destroy them. Like, that's the thing, is that... It's what I it think looks he's like gonna, was happening. I, yeah, like, I think he's going to murder but everyone down there. He murders everyone around the crab feeder. He circled, like... There's a very obvious someone in the middle of the dragon fire that is not being killed. And I think it's the crab feeder. Um, I think. But, oh, it's after this, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, you see the dragon shoot fire and just absolutely, like, kind of destroying everyone. But there's someone in the middle of all the fire that's standing there and, like, purposely not hitting them. Um, and at first I'm, you know, I'm still of the mind that like, oh, it could be Damon for whatever reason. And I'm like, but like, no. So I guess he's just killing everyone, leaving him alive 
to then, I don't know, talk to him or whatever. But, yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about the next on. Who, yeah, who is this here? Sitting in the mm. middle, it, like, wraps around. Is that Damon right there? Like, I see a little whitish on the top of the head. And it just would be sick if he's, like, in battle and then he's just like, all right, your cars. Like, screw the, like, I'm, I've got my, you know, my fun. I've killed a couple people. Go ahead and take them. You know, like, uh, and then it just, I see. like. Um. Yeah, man, I I don't know what to expect of the battle, but the big thing uh, that comes of this preview for me is the fact that we are already certain that uh, next episode, a new child will be presented, Aegon the second, uh, child of Viserys and, uh, and Alicent Hightower. Oh. Damn! I look in a next on. I can't like that's kind of crazy to me that they're like, yep, already have a kid. No, like, yeah, that like, and that's the thing is that that means to me they're just like that detail's not important. It was kind of obvious, like in my head, like as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, yeah, I guess like it would have been really on the nose for us to go. Well, obviously they'll get married and have kids and he'll have an heir. Like that's a that's a very natural progression. So I think they're just like, yes, that will happen. It's what else happens that's interesting, mm. you know. Like, uh, it's the stuff around that that really, mm. really changes shit. Um, yeah, man. I uh, like Viserys telling Rhaenyra. Even I don't stand above tradition. You know, like this is what I just have to do. It's kind of he knew. That, like, eventually he would have to name his son as heir if he had one. So, like, I'll, the conversation's going to come up of, like, sorry, you're not my heir anymore. Um, yeah. And then is probably going to be, like, nah, I don't know. Like, I don't think she's going to take too kindly. That's, like, we see her running away on a horse. She gets on a horse and goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I don't know why, I, I see her just going off. Learn like getting just combat experience. Like she doesn't want to be locked up in a castle and learn all the professional stuff. Like she even tells Allison, like I know all this stuff. I don't care. Like this this stuff does not intrigue me whatsoever. Like, yeah. Like uh, I want to be on the battlefield. No, your battlefield is on the bed. We you know, face it with a stiff lip. She's, no. Like she's she's like she's dang. Like I'm gonna fuck these bitches up. That's what I mean. Like, everyone's going to take their dragon, and it's the only thing that can take down the House of the Dragon is itself. And I think that line will be, will come back uh, a lot. I don't know, this is episode two, though, of ten of just season one. Like, is insane that this is already what we're getting. I feel like it's just way more faster paced than Game of Thrones was. Um, yeah, I mean, like, they're already, like, I mean, we got a six-month ch- time jump here, and then it seems like we'll get at least a nine-month time jump next episode. Like, we're going to have already covered over a year. We already know that Millie Alcock, the girl who is playing uh, Rhaenyra right now, will not be playing Rhaenyra the whole season. Mm-mm. Like, uh, she will grow up into a grown woman and then be taken over by Emma Darcy. Like, that's a, that's a thing that will happen in this show at some point, which is... Uh, that's kind of nuts, you know. Uh, I really, really enjoy it, but uh, like we did not have this kind of pacing with the first season of Game of Thrones. At least, if we did, it wasn't obvious. Mm. Yeah, no. Like, 
the walk from Winterfell to King's Landing, like, they kind of showed the walk, like, the travel there. Like, King Baratheon and Ned were, like, just making their way to King's Landing. And, like, it mm-hmm. took, like, two ep- like, I don't know, it took, like, a couple episodes for them to even get there. You know, but now it's like, all right, baby's born, uh, six months has passed, yep, she's been dead for a while. He, he's, I don't know. I think it's, this one is just a, it's like we're reading a history book. All the highlights of the history, all the important stuff that you need. It's, this is just the history book put onto screen. Right. And I don't know. It, it's working right now, at least. I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think back to whenever I saw the first two episodes of Game of Thrones. I guess I was binging already, and I wasn't going week to week. But it did not start off this fast, that's for sure. Not at all. Um, not at all. Mm. Yeah, the pacing's just been on a different level so far, and I'm I'm really digging it. I like that this is just, like... It's the big, big moments, you know? Like, we're not we're not going to... And, like, I I do like the small conversations in room style of Game of Thrones where it was like, yeah, we're going to spend every second of their journey here mm. uh, exploring what the fuck's happening. And I'm sure we will get that when we need it. But, uh, like, I feel like the biggest moments of the season so far have been those small meetings yeah. behind the scenes, you know, like... It's it's been very very it's been very effective. But uh, what do you say we give this a good old rating? Episode two here. Ooh, I'm ready. Yeah, this is, I guess, enjoyment wise. You know, we were at a ten pretty much right away. It's the premiere. It was a badass premiere. This one we got, you know, the face off of two dragons. We didn't see him actually fight, but like, whoa, mm. cool. I guess maybe that's more for genre, for like the fantasy side, but like. It's part of the the fan. I love the fantasy part, so I feel, I feel like it it weighs. It's in a fair. Way. It's fair game. You know, it's all all to be considered. But uh, is it a ten this episode? An enjoyment for me? No. Yeah. Um, I feel like it took just a little step down. Like I think it did too. Because uh, here's the thing: I was compelled to rewatch the episode immediately. The premiere. Uh, I turned I like and I did turn it on again because of the podcast last night. But that's why I rewatched it. Yeah. It wasn't because I was like, oh, I got to rewatch this episode ASAP. No, nah, it was because I was like, oh, I want to get a better feel for it before I go on the podcast and talk about it. So I'll give it another viewing. It wasn't because I was like, oh, my God, I loved it. It was a great episode. I did really, really enjoy it. Um, however, I forgot about this part. Hmm. I got I got you. Uh. I got you a, a, a four-parter here. Favorite character, favorite scene, favorite oh, line, favorite I shot. Oh, I forgot about this. Fricker. I forgot about it until we took that little break in the middle, and I mm. went ahead and filled it out. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and give mine again, and we'll 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 get it figured out by episode three. Okay, we'll get it figured out by then. We'll we'll actually have it both presented. But uh, favorite character this episode, easy Rhaenyra. Mm. You'll find that everything this week for this, these favorites is Rhaenyra centered. Uh, because she is the best part of this show so far, and she is the best character, and she has the best scene in this far and away. Because my favorite scene is Rhaenyra's arrival at Dragonstone. That's the coolest. That's the coolest shit. And then the the ensuing conversation between her and Damon. Uh, my favorite line is, "I'm the object of your ire. You want to mm. be the heir? You kill me here. So do it and be done day. with all this bother." Mm. And my favorite shot is at 38 minutes, 17 seconds, 
as she has as she's walking from her dragon up to everybody, all eyes on her. She is the moment. You know, everyone is every like no one's looking away from her in that moment. They're all like this is where we need to focus. You know, we just had our swords drawn at each other, but let's all take a moment to watch this woman dismount from her dragon. Uh, and like, so all of those same scene, same character, it was all Rhaenyra this week. She was the, she was the star of the show. Um, and her moments were 10 out of 10, you know, her stuff was 10 out of 10. Uh, but unfortunately it wasn't all her. Uh, we had, uh, we had a few few down downer moments. I feel like as far as the uh, Corliss and uh, uh, Lena and Viserys taking the walk through the garden, sort of thing, and that was disturbing. Uh, you know, I, I I did really enjoy the episode, but it's not a ten out of ten like last week's was. I think. Uh, I feel like eight's the floor. Maybe I think so too. You know, like, like seven, I wouldn't. Five uh, would be the absolute lowest I could go. Maybe. But like eight, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go lower than eight. I, in fact, I was I was more in the nine range. Mm. But like uh, maybe maybe an eight is fair. You know, like I feel like uh, my compulsion to rewatch is important, uh, and I didn't I didn't want I didn't necessarily need to. In fact, I spent a lot of time on my phone during the rewatch. Yeah. Like I just kind of yeah. I think I mean that's the thing. Eight is not bad. Like. uh it's an eight on Game of Thrones level. I feel like if we compare this to any other show, well, I don't know, not not necessarily, but I feel like eight is it's fair for this. I feel like the, the premiere, they knew everyone to be watching. They wanted to get everyone hyped up, so they put a lot of just epic stuff, you know, really cool stuff in there and make it super enjoyable. Now they're getting mm. into the nitty-gritty, the parts they need to set up, all the politics, all the character arcs that they need to set up, and then... We'll see the the aftermath eventually. It's just this is this is a necessary episode, and even though it was necessary and dimmed down, it was still a like wonderful it was episode still of television. Like, epic fantasy medieval television. I yeah. think the I think the uh, genre rating will benefit from it greatly. I think this was very very. I mean, we had dra- a dragon face off. You know, we haven't had a dragon face off in the show in the show yet. Uh, no, I think that was uh, I think that was pretty awesome. We had the whole, you know, he went down to Dragonstone and took it by force. We got the crab feeder uh, leering on the on the edges here. Like, it is pretty cool. And you know what? Like, I I I thought it might be better than the first episode, fantasy wise, but I don't know that it is. I think that like the tournament last week uh, and the the questions of succession and stuff last week, it felt much more on the nose, medievally. Uh, I wouldn't go like a huge step down. It might be it might be another eight. It might be an eight five. Uh, somewhere somewhere in that range for the genre rating. I feel like it might be an eight here. It kind of, I feel like it depends on who you are. If you like the politics and the like that part of the show, then like you know that I feel like they did very well with the politics and all of the. You know, little antics that comes with being a king and incest, all I, of that. Yeah, I will say, I was I was sitting here watching it yesterday, and I went, Game of Thrones is fucking back, like, yeah. for real. Like, this is, it's so Game of Thrones, it's crazy, you know? And uh, I felt like last week, maybe even more so than the first week, was just, it felt like a Game of Thrones episode. Uh, but, uh, 
as far as the fantasy side goes, it was pretty much only at Dragon, like at Dragonstone, only with the Dragon Dragonstone. face off, and that was yeah. pretty much it. Uh, it was really visually insane and awesome. Probably, yeah, my favorite shot of the episode. I can't think of another shot that comes close to that one. That right. I that I will like. I will remember that. Just you know, for a, for a while. Plainly, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, it was it was just getting storylines set up, and it's it's it wasn't bad. I I, I feel like I'm talking that I, I, like I didn't like it. Eight out of ten is eight out of ten. This isn't bad. This is this. In fact, that's if I if I label numbers on the one to ten scale, eight is at the like great point. You know, like uh, five average, six good, seven better, real good. Eight, eight great. great. Nine is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Ten like, is perfect. Yeah. You know, like that's a... Uh, mm. Eight is great. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's an eight out of ten there. And uh, critically, this this is every bit as good as the first episode. It's uh, felt like a very, very cohesive narrative was spun over the course of this episode. Uh, the visuals were fucking insane. The writing was really good. The The whole subject of this episode... You know, last week it was who was the successor. This week it was who's the wife. Mm. Who's gonna be who's gonna be the remarriage? And we get that all all that solution by the end of the episode. You know, like that's what I love about this television show. Mm. There is a cohesive narrative episode to episode that is crucially important to the overall narrative. Mm. This episode was centered on the who will be Viserys's new wife, and we got that answer by the end of the episode. Mm. You wow, know? that's that's insane. While actually having a complete story, they also start five new stories at the same time. You know, mm. like now we have Damon and Corliss. Like, what 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 are they gonna do? What is Allison actually gonna do now that she is married to him? You know, is she mm-hmm. gonna stay loyal to to him or or Otto? Or are they is she gonna see them as separate? You know, kind of not on the same side. Um, we have Rhaenyra that's gonna, who knows what now. Um, I, I this is, it's just in a different league of television. And every yeah. week, I am not disappointed. Like, I don't feel like I'll be disappointed a single week. Like of watching. Nah, the show. this like, is this is top tier entertainment, my man. And uh, now the the question is, like, do I think it was better than last week's? Um, pretty damn close. Um. I'd say I'd say it was probably a nine, nine five, nine seven five in that range. Like it's uh, so it's a little a, better than the first then. If seven, I think five. it could be. It could be like it, it depends on it depends mm-hmm. on what you're looking for yeah. here because I do love the politics, the the small mm-hmm. conversations in in rooms and stuff, and that's something that this episode excelled at. You know that was uh, and it had one of those giant dragon moments, which is really really awesome and. Uh, uh, I'd say I, I couldn't mean, put it above or below. I think I might just have to like tie it there same. with this one because okay, I'm the, with that. last episode seemed more fantastical a little bit, and like you have this big tournament. We have you know a dragon riding a dragon opening the episode with that. You know, like we it was it was a premiere, and they they put premiere things in that episode. Now yeah, we're uh, in the real part of the show. I feel you know yeah. like. It started. We're back, full swing. Uh, they just didn't. They weren't going for the same thing. But the, what they were going do, for. Hmm. Do me a favor. Okay. Uh, last week we were still on the five point scale. 
Um, so we just multiplied things by two. Oh. And we put we put things in here. Go ahead and bump episode one up to a nine seven five because I don't want to. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't like the. If we're gonna do a point something, I want it to be point two five, point five, or point seven five. Yeah. Uh, so if we want to tie it, I'd be much more comfortable with a nine seven five. I like that as well. Um, that just yeah, it looks better. It just looks way better. The average will perfect. always be something random, but this will I think give us a a way better. It's not a nine seven or a nine six five. You know, it's like there. Point two five difference is enough. Like that's yeah. the smallest gap we should go, uh, which I like. But I mean, it puts it a point below last episode average. I think that makes sense. You know, it was it was not nearly as enjoyable, and we, we weigh our enjoyment very heavily. You mm-hmm. know, like that's uh, that's something that's crucial for us. And uh, I'm I'm very happy with it coming to an eight point five eight out of five stars. You know, and uh, an eighty six. Mm-hmm. On the old Rotten Tomato meter, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, fresh, it's damn fresh, uh, as compared tomato. to last week's ninety six. Uh, yeah, I do that tomato I for do. sure. Mm-hmm. But mm, man, next Sunday, <laughs> Sunday mm-hmm. in the blue silver chromium diner. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for getting me hooked on that soundtrack. Uh, oh, I don't. Course. I'm actually not mad at it at all. Uh, oh no! I'm very appreciative of it, but well, of course. Thank well, thank you for <laughs> thank you for listening to it. Uh, everyone, be ready for our uh, episode of the 52 year journey through film on Tick Tick Boom coming in four months. December, yeah, um, be ready for yep, it. December <laughs> December 23rd, if I remember correctly, is when that episode will be out. Uh, but hell yeah, uh, Fire and Bloom, House of the Dragon, number 102, covering season one, episode two, The Rogue Prince, comes to a conclusion. With the episode shaken out to an eight point five eight out of ten, it's a damn it's a damn good week, mm. a damn good week, and I cannot wait for the House of Dragon to return next week and Fire and Bloom along with it. If you would head to Patreon.com/slash/CoroBloom, where you'll find over forty hours of exclusive content, including over nine hours this month alone. Uh, tons of content over there, uh, exclusive book reviews, comic book pull lists every week, movie reviews, all of that shit, nice and fun. Uh, if you would, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you. Tune in next week for Fire and Bloom, a House of the Dragon podcast once again. Remember, peace. Love and bloom and do it and be done with all this bother.